Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this podcast, we'll be reviewing Tiny Epic Zombies. Hi, my name's Peter. And I'm Shondell. And in this podcast, we talk about board games. And today, we're reviewing Tiny Epic Zombies. This game is for one to five players. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes. And is for ages 14 plus. Basic gameplay. In Tiny Epic Zombies, you play a group of ragtag survivors trapped in a mall with the undead. There are five game modes, but most of them are quite similar in the way that they play. So we're just going to speak generically of all of them. So in the setup of the game, it doesn't matter what mode you're playing, you take a character card. Now, there are tons of character cards in this box and they all have two sides to them. So one side is the human side and the other side is the zombie side for if that person gets turned. So if you're playing like a fully cooperative mode, you'll all be taking humans, but if you're playing a versus zombie mode, then one player is going to be taking the role of zombie, so they're going to take one of those cards and flip it over to the zombie side. So a human has its turn first, and the first thing they do is move their meeples in any direction. So sprinting away or sprinting towards a zombie. They then have a chance to kill a zombie, Now, if the store is empty at that point in time, they can use the room's abilities or collect items or do something towards the objectives. They have three actions. So move, then do something, move, then do something, move, and do something. Next is the zombie turn, which is essentially this end of the human turn because the last thing a human has to do on their turn once they've done all three moves is flip over their search card that's in front of them. Now at this point the zombie will check for noise so they will see if the symbol on the card they've turned over matches the symbol of the room that that person is in and this doesn't matter what style of game it is you'll still always check for noise If there is noise, I think it's slightly different for different game modes, but there are negative consequences to the humans. And then the zombie gets the opportunity to give the human player a new search card for the next turn. So these are obviously just drawn at random for a fully cooperative game, but for a competitive game, the zombie can really think about what's going to be the least beneficial to humans at that time to give to them. Or where they most likely think that that human player might end up for the next round. Yes, so they can predict what card is going to create noise, which is obviously better for the zombie. If someone is playing the zombie characters, they also get to choose one of the zombie characters in front of them and use the special abilities of one of those characters as well. And then it would follow through to the human's player's turn and then back to the zombie, then human, then zombie until you've reached um, everyone um, in the room. At the start of the game, you are dealt out three random objective cards as well that you're supposed to complete as the humans. If you complete all three of those objectives, then the human players win. If you're playing the competitive mode, it's the first human player 
to finish those objectives will be the winner. So the zombie player or the zombie AI wins if the they manage to hold off the humans from completing those objectives for long enough for that search deck to be empty. Or if there's no spare survivors and the barricade on the courtyard reaches zero. Review. Presentation. I gave this a four. I gave it a four as well. So like all tiny epic games, it comes in a nice tiny box and it all fits in well. It has little bags that you know we hate. However, I kind of give the tiny epic games leeway with this because that's the only way you can really fit them into a tiny box. Exactly. Now we've just a bit of a a pro tip, if you call it, we found that uh, because you need to dump out all the contents anyway, just uh, put all the little item meeples, the meeples themselves, all the blocks, everything into one bag, and, and the cards into the an, cards into the big cards into another bag, and the playing cards into the last bag, and yeah, that's easiest way to fit everything in, and it fits in really well. The other thing about the presentation is the artwork on the cards is very cool. I like how the board game shop has some, well, it's a game shop, but it has board games on the shelf and you can very clearly see what I would say is Small World on the shelves yes, as well as Tiny Epic Quest. Yep. And there's attention to those little details that really kind of make the game, I think, just a little bit more exciting and keeps your eye on those little Easter eggs that are floating around on, on the maps, which is great. Uh, I love the item meeples. Yeah, you can't go past the item meeples, especially now that one of them has a chainsaw. Exactly. A chainsaw and a shotgun and a golf club. And a bazooka. And yeah, all through. You've got the entire range. Again, great imagination. Great referencing to other movies that may have those uh, weapons as well. So yes, it's, zombie movies. Mm-hmm. And everything is seems like there's, there's no expense spared. You've got wooden blocks with um, print on it. The dice itself is fit for the game. And it just feels like a, a nice, tidy, no expense spared um, game. Yep. My one negative, which is why I marked it down from a five to a four, is the way they've printed on the zombies. Yes. There's a lot of flecks of that that come off. Yep. Just little tiny little flecks of black. I don't see that it's. Like I think it just was overhang or something when it was yeah, printed. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's actually coming off the – like the zombies still look like zombies. It's just you find after you pack up a few flecks on your table. Quite a – probably a delicate art to put all those bits of like a layer of paint or whatever it is. I don't know is. what it was. with so a little, yeah. like little sticker or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was my one thing with presentation. Yeah. And rookie rating. Now I gave this a four. Wow, I gave it a two. Really? Yeah. Okay. Huge difference. Yes. I think the rounds are really fast. I like that about the game. Yep. I think the iconography is quite quite good. Everyone gets their own little little tableau, little board with health and bullets. Um, when they touch, then you know you've been converted. I felt that the zombie theme wasn't taken too seriously, which is always a bit of a danger sometimes <laughs> with these games. I thought it was a really good balance between it. 
However, <clears throat> I guess I agree with you in terms of I feel like you, if everyone is a rookie and you're trying to open this game, it doesn't hurt to have a bit of guidance from someone who has played a few board games before to at least play either the zombie, I suppose, in one of those game modes to assist everybody else or uh, if everybody knows a little bit about board games, then the rookie to play the zombie, whichever, either, either side. So they get to understand how it plays and then play a different game mode. The game itself looks complicated and there's a lot to learn and that's why I marked it quite down even though like when you're actually playing it it's it's quite fast in terms of the rounds but there's so many different objectives and you have to learn three objectives for each game there's the fact when you flip over a card when you're searching the room at the end of your turn Mm. you have to drop that card in the room that you're in rather than get to keep it that's a bit confusing well it can be confusing because you used to, this is a card in front of me, it's my card, I flipped it, why is it not mine sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. The fact that you can't do actions if the zombie's in the store plays through really well thematically but it can be a little confusing because you're used to games where it's like it might be move, shoot, do an action, move, shoot, do an action sort of thing whereas yeah. this one you move, shoot but if there's other zombies to kill you still have to, you can't do an action. I don't know. It's just a little bit confusing. And the fact that it does have its own dice and you have to work out what that means. So I just think, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying... Not fit for rookies. It's not fit for rookies. Like if someone's new to board games and you have to teach them all this different stuff for their first game entering into the board gaming world, I I don't think it's a suitable game for that. Okay. Player interaction, I gave a four. I gave it a three. Interesting. Yes. I thought you kind of, you don't really directly interact with others very much, but your actions impact others. And in this case, I've said there are different game modes. You've got the co-op, just in general, you've got the co-op and the versus, but in both game modes, your actions are going to impact others because if you've killed some zombies, then it's zombies that they don't kill. If you picked up the supplies, then the supplies aren't left for anyone else to go pick up until you rebuild the barricade and stuff like that. So yeah, I think look, you are really interacting with each other in that way. Look, I, uh, the reason why I gave it a three is because I had to put it somewhere in the middle. There are five different modes you can play and they all range with the different interactions that you have. So the first one, which is like cooperative versus zombie, as a zombie, you kind of feel a little left out, but everyone else is discussing where I'll go next. It impacts everything else. But you're still interacting with others because you're picking cards. You're you're trying to predict where they go. Yeah, you're picking cards that you think are the least valuable to those people at that time or trying to work out where they go. So you're still interacting with them, even if you're not talking and discussing with them their game, yeah. game strategy. Um, the full in, It's fully interactive, obviously, with the cooperative because yep, everyone's all, talking. Yep. yep. Competitive versus the zombies is, again, it's still that interacting, working out where everyone is. But I suppose you could favour one person over another if they're losing to try and, I don't know. Yeah, get that balance get so that, that they balance. all lose. Yeah. Because even yeah, though it says yeah. competitive... It's almost like a semi-competitive. It is because you still need to win against the zombie. Yeah, exactly. So if the zombies win, then you all lose. Yeah. Sort of in the castle panic way 
where you're working against each other but at the same time with each other. Mm, mm. And then you've got, of course, um, fully competitive and solo, which obviously solo. Well, solo's no, no interaction. interaction. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just put it somewhere in between yeah. because there are various different levels depending on um, yeah. I think which mode you pick. There is different interaction with a cop versus uh, versus. Um, <laughs> so with the cop, obviously, you're interacting because you're talking together and you're trying to work yeah. out how to do different yeah. things. But with the versus, you're definitely still interacting with each other because you want to try and complete those objectives first. Yeah. You know, so you've got to see where other people are in terms of the objectives. So it's not the same interaction, but it's definitely still there. Okay. And balance. Again, there being five different modes, it makes it a little difficult to try and choose the balance, especially if someone's playing the zombie versus fully comp- um, competitive or cooperative. So what did you give it? So I gave it, end up giving it a four. I gave it a three. Yeah. I thought that the only real luck, I suppose, side of it is the cards when you search the room or when you go back to the barricade to flip a card to find out what you're going to be equipped yourself with. That can be a bit of a luck, hit and miss situation. And the dice, the melee dice. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because the particular objective we were playing the other day where you have to quarantine the zombie. Yes. And you have to just keep trying and trying. You don't get to, once you've decided to quarantine, and I almost died in my very first turn because the zombie I was trying to quarantine was a bit feral and kept attacking <laughs> me before I could catch it. And I lost so much health and that was just on a dice roll. Yes, very true, very true. So there is that luck through it, as well as, like you said, with all the cards and everything. But there is also a lot of strategy in it. What objective am I going to work on? Which way am I going to go? Yeah. There's how are we going to work together, or yep. how am I going to sneak a win, or whatever as well? Yeah. And I think there's also less luck, more strategy when you have someone playing the zombie player because, like we said, you've got to pick. They pick the card that you turn over when you're in the room, so yes. it's less yes. random draw of card, more seriously and you considered find it a, by a player. You find it a lot more challenging. If you had to scale them as in like, do you want something that's really challenging for you? Then definitely go the cooperative versus the human player zombie. Or competitive versus a human zombie. Either way, the human zombie does make it a lot more challenging. Yep. If you want to have something which is, which is, I think a fairly good balance is just cooperative with that luck of the cards yeah. you flip over. Yep. And I, we haven't played um, solo, so we can't really talk about that. Yep. I think also in terms of a rookie versus an expert, an expert has an advantage if they've played that objective before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we were playing the tanks, for example, the second time we played it through, we were like, hang on a sec, you can, instead of your first action being a run or a movement, you can use that to move the tank instead. Yes. And that ended up working for us. Yeah. So once you, but the first time we wouldn't have even thought of that. In terms of the rest of the game, I think it's probably pretty balanced, but in terms of what objectives come out, if you've played that objective before, or like there's another objective where you have to discover the source of the zombie outbreak, and if you ignore that one, you run out of time to do it. And so if you've played it before, you know you can't leave that one till last. You know you need to start working on that. Exactly. So that's where I think an expert has an advantage. Yep. Replayability. Now, this is, for me, it's a five, without a doubt. 
I'd be willing to challenge you no matter what number you choose, <laughs> unless it's a five. No, I said a four. Wow. Look, there's 14 different player cards with all their different strengths. There's nine different objective cards, and I love these objectives. Yes. They are absolutely amazing, and I'd love to – I'm really excited about looking at more of these objectives yes. and playing with and them. And that makes you want to play again. So in terms of replayability, having those different absolutely. objectives draws you to pull that game out again. And there's 12 different – you know, items to arm your little meeples with. I I mean, that's so cool. And different combinations you can have. And the dog, okay, yes, that's part of the Kickstarter, but I'm going to mention it anyway because there's a dog and that helps you out and that's cool and he turns feral if he gets, if you leave him or if you get um, overrun. overrun. Um, There's the the five different player modes on top of that. This is a lot of variation. There's a lot of variation. Now, I'll give you the fact that you could probably only want to play this once a night. You don't want to like keep playing back, back to back. back. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe if you're first time playing, you might want to start start with say the cooperative, learn all the rules, and then do cooperative versus zombie if someone feels confident and they they want to do the zombie and challenge yep. everybody. And it's interesting because the the first game that they list on there, or the game that they write the instructions for, is. Is it cooperative versus zombie yes. or competitive versus zombie? Cooperative. cooperative, yeah. Yeah, versus zombie. But I would say start without a zombie player. Yep. Um, just bring that in later. Yeah, definitely there is a lot of variation. And you've got the item meeples, which always makes me want to play more because you yep. want to be able to equip your guy with all the different things on there. The only reason I marked it down is sort of the setup time but not so much in how long it takes to set it up because it is quite quick to set up more how long it takes to understand the objectives if you haven't played them before because there's three objectives every time but that helps you want to replay it again to go how how, what's the best way of tackling these objectives yeah but in terms of replayability sometimes you're more in the mood to just pull out a game you can set up quickly and play it because but again, it's a struggle yeah. with this one. Before you can start to play, everyone needs to understand the objectives yeah. and there's always three. So you need to read out the objectives. You have to make sure that everyone understands it. You might need to explain it a little bit more and then you do the next one and the next one and you have to do that before you can even start playing and that's one thing that might slow me down from pulling that game out again. But again... It's not going to stop me. I've given it a four. But for me, the replayability to leave it on the table overnight is just as exciting and play it the next day because you've already set it up. And if you already know some of the objectives and you've explained it to everybody, then play it again a different way and try it and see how you go. Because I think every way you play it is going to be different because you're going to end up with those different items that you pick up and discover and different strategies to head different directions especially if you just reshuffle the fact that it's that the board is so modular you're always going to have different challenges wherever however those get flipped which leads us to theme now i gave this a four interesting because i give this one a five Oh, this 100% feels like a zombie game you know it does it does you're absolutely right and Early in when we were doing these podcasts, I was really dissing zombie games. I'd had enough of zombie games. But this game and obviously Zombie Side, which we've talked about and done a review just recently of Green Horde, they're bringing me around to the theme 
I'm starting to really get attracted again. It's kind of a very cyclic, this this theme. And this feels like it's new and energetic. It does. It, does. it feels a little bit more lighthearted than some of the it's other zombie got games. that balance really well of... It's not, a, it's not a very serious. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're still... I don't know what it is about it that makes it feel less serious. It's still a zombie game. I think it's maybe just the, the police car and the the motorcycle and the item evils and and it just feels like you you really do feel like you're you can pick up any weapon of your choice and and I don't know I, I it just yeah. I don't know it does I didn't really I guess I didn't really when I was thinking about the theme in this one I just gave it a five because it's just a hundred percent the way it plays everything about it it's a zombie game. Um, I didn't really think about how enticing the zombie theme is. I guess that's more of a real personal thing. But if you are looking for a zombie game, this is a good one. The one thing that I'd mark it down in terms of the mechanic versus the theme is that competitive mode where if you were losing and you and you weren't with the spirit of the game, then potentially you could throw the game by you know, giving it to the zombies and dying. And that is a bit of something that might need a bit of work on as a thing. I but think that's, I, I go, I go think that's a person themselves. You, you go against the spirit of the game, then, yeah. you know, you can find if a loophole. It's a loophole. If you play with you who are like that, then maybe. But generally people are trying to you know, work together and stuff. Even though I've said it's 100% zombie game, given a five, there are a couple of things that the theme that I question. Yep. Walking through walls. Yeah. Now, I know they've said because the board is modular and it's made up of cards that it fits into their tiny box, they've had to try and come up with this. When you're walking from one store to another store, you're assuming there's a hole in the wall and you're walking through that. But then it becomes a question of which room do I enter into? Mm, um, mm. Should I have been entering into the room number one? Because there's three rooms in each store. But if I'm entering into room number one, it's on the complete other side of the building. That thematically doesn't make sense. And then there's also trying to how well the cards are aligned. Can I really, can I fit into that room? Can I say that it's next to this room or not? And then it gets confusing once you're in a store because you can't walk through the walls inside a store. So it's just, it's just a little confusing. I didn't really know where else to put it. So I've put it under theme. Yeah, yeah. Look, maybe if they change the artwork slightly to have yeah. holes in the wall. Actually, yeah, thought about how the card would be aligned in yeah. any position and then going, okay, so this is where the hole in the wall needs to go. Now, I understand that there is a mat that you can buy with this game that you can lay the, the tiles on there, the yeah. cards on there, and that may work better. Yeah. But obviously but I don't think that line, that, I don't think that fits inside the box. So, right. yeah. Another thing is thematically, the fact that you, so the last thing that you do on your turn is you search the room, which is flipping the card in front of you, which is a zombie card. If you've got a zombie player, it's the one that the zombie player gives to you. And it could be like an event, like an explosion, or it could be a zombie attack, or it could be equipment. When you're searching the room, you could find this equipment, but you can't pick it up. It's like you've looked around yeah, the room, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. seen a chainsaw and gone, that's amazing, I'm going to leave it sitting on the ground. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because, and then if you're unlucky, someone else might go, well, while you're just sitting in that room staring at this chainsaw, I'm going to run in and I'm going to grab it, especially when you're uncompetitive, 
because I'm in the store next to you and I have the ability to come and grab this chainsaw. Yeah, so, and that's, that reminds me of another mechanic which feels a little bit ill-placed, which is you can jump in a room, don't kill the zombie, don't do a melee, shoot a zombie in a, in a different room and then jump to another room and shoot the zombie that you're on in the other room yeah. that you're just in. And, and it just feels like... Maybe that's like though like in those cop shows and they're running along and they're shooting sideways as they're running. So you're sort of running through the room and shooting into the other room and, and firing behind you. I feel like, I feel like if, action. If, if you it's move, action. but if you move into a place which has a zombie, then you, you should, should get damage yeah. or, or something. Or fight them. Or fight least. them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And another thing I feel like I'm huge list now <laughs> is the motorcycle returns to the motorcycle spot once you finish using it. Like, how does it go back on its own? No, see, my feeling is it's just got a small amount of petrol in it. And it just... It's and it's just lots of little lots motorcycles. Lots of little motorcycles. Well, big uh, motorcycles because they've got to fit the mine. It's like huge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah okay, I could, I could play that one. But I prefer... This is why I prefer playing police car than the motorcycle. Yeah. Um, because the police car stays where you get out of it. So you drive the police car, you jump out, you do some things, and then you can jump back in the police car and drive somewhere else. Whereas the motorcycle always returns back to the garage. Mm-hmm. On its own, driven by a ghost. <laughs> best and worst. For my best, I look as much as I love the item meeples, and I know that that's going to be everyone's favourite. For me, it's the objective cards and how well they've been thought out, and they just add so much flavour to this game. It, it, they're just really exciting. It's my best as well. I love those objective cards. The fact that each time you've got to do something different and they're really good with the theme. Like when you have to uncover the source of the zombie yes, outbreak and you're yes. like, you're investigating, is it radiation? Or, is it fungi? Is it drive dark the, magic? Driving a tank through the mall. You know, that's exciting as well. And yeah. smashing down zombies as you go. Yeah. And, and then, the, I mean, these are the obviously the objectives we've played. And then yeah. you've got the objective of quarantining a zombie which like I said almost got me killed one time because I was trying to yeah spending all this time I can't kill him like I could kill him in two seconds if I use my gun but I really want to quarantine him instead Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah the objectives are definitely the best part of this game and that's what I think this game has over other zombie games is it has so many varied objectives that get shuffled out and dealt and you have to do three of them every game and that's what makes it interesting. Uh, the worst for me is the competitive mode with the zombie and that flaw that I mentioned before that potentially someone could, not playing to the, the you know, strictly to the rules, finding that loophole and being able to throw the game, giving the zombie the win, cheating it from the person who's the rightful survivor. So yep. there's that mechanic that kind of feels a little bit odd when we were playing it before. It just felt like that was a little bit of a loophole. For mine is uh, what I was just talking about, about the fact that you don't get to keep the stuff that you find when you search the room. Yes. Because then you have to wait till you've got an opportunity moving in the room and there's no zombies in the store before you can pick it up. And I feel like it takes a little while to get your guy equipped with those items. And that's half the fun of having the item meeples is they get these items on them, but it, it's it's kind of difficult to actually get them on to I person underst- in this game. I understand why they've done it because of the zombie, 
uh, he, he hands out those cards and it, he's trying to guess where you are and that's really cool. But I, yeah, I, I also see that there's that lack of theme connect to mechanic and but then again you turn over that search card even if you're in a store full of zombies so that sort of makes sense like you wouldn't really be searching the room it's just the last step so you see it out of the corner of your eye maybe as you're trying to fight off zombies but if there's no (laughs) zombies in the store you should be able to pick it up yeah that's a good one i like that final thoughts so my overall impression is that this is a flexible zombie game to suit all needs with those different game modes whether you're a fan of a competitive game or a more cooperative game this has got it all and mine is it's a big game in a little box with a lot of replayability buy if you like the tiny epic series and you're were wondering whether you should add this game to your collection Buy if you love having a small little travel game for you, even though it takes up a large real estate, just be aware that you small game, big, big real estate. Buy if you are a fan of zombie. It's just going back. Sorry, I'm just yeah. It's not like it's Firefly here. No, okay, but, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's like a dining room table worthy. Yes, but the end of the dining room table. It doesn't take up the whole dining room table. Okay. Well, look, it's a stand. Okay. Let's just say that it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great a travel tiny... game. It's a great travel game to pack your, your ga- to pack into your bag. Yep. But so long as you're going to some place where that has a table. That has a table. Yep. And you know, you can space the roller dice and everyone have a player board and a central board in the, in, in the center. Yep. Then then buy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my second one is buy if you're a fan of zombie games. Yes, and that was mine. Buy if you love the zombie theme because this, as I said, it's got the right balance, got the right feel between better humour, walking around with a golf club, but at the same time, you know, they're zombies. And my last one is buy if you like games with objectives that can change. Most games that you play have the same objective that you're working towards every time you play it whether it be first person to blah, blah, blah or whatever. Yeah. This one has a different objectives, it's, variety it, objectives every game. It's kind of got that Robinson Crusoe feel about it. You know the, you know the game that we played before where... I played it once and it was a while ago. Don't okay. expect me to remember exactly what happened in that game. But you had a map, right, and you're discovering things as you went along, but you had five different stories or however there many there was. Oh, yeah, that's right. And one was like there's, you know, you had to discover something. Another one was you had to survive something. Another, yeah, so it's like a, a theme painted on top of a board. And that's what this kind of feels like. With those objectives, it feels like a different style of game that you play every time. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us podcast at allmannerofthings.com or alternatively you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com thanks for listening bye not to be confused with zombie side I just said confused. It takes about 30 to 30. (laughs) It (laughs) takes.